0: This is Carrie from Wrap Your Head Around Silks. This is the Expecting Aerialist podcast, now with the Digitent Network. How's it going, guys? Thank you so much for joining me. Before we get started in the show notes, what do you want to say, Bean? I, I, I want to ballet class. She missed ballet this week. Are you sad? Do you love ballet? I just always want the, the straddle. You like the straddle? Um, what else did you learn in ballet, Bean? Um... Relevé. Relevé. What else?
1: Mm,
0: undo. 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 She says. How about chasse? Chasse. 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 Right? Yeah. How about grand jeté? Grand jeté. jeté. Oh! Jump over the stuffed animals. Over the, jump over the stuffed animals. How about how about first position?
1: Um, spider.
0: And spider. They do a spider walk. Very nice. What else would you like to tell the listeners? Um, we get to stickers at belly cloth and get snacks. Stickers and snacks. Is that it? Yeah. All right. Say, so see you guys later. See you guys later. Oh, that's very nice. You guys just really did get a pop in from the bean. Um, <laughs> before we get started, if you're not already subscribed and you get my blog and stuff, go ahead to the link. You'll get um my free blog that I I send out pretty much every week, and then. Um, keep your eyes out in your inbox because there's going to be some holiday specials coming up. So can't wait to let you guys know about that when it happens. Um, I have aerial rehab. I have a full course on there if you want to learn from me, but you just don't live here. Roll it out. Also, every week we get we hit the mat and roll out our aerial muscles, and it is a painful beauty of a thing. All right, my friends. This is Melody Rose. She is now 21, but she got pregnant at 18, had her baby at 18, and I know her now. She was... Apparently, I was the first aerial class she took, and now she's two years years into her practice. Mama of a two-year-old, killing it. um, Like, so mature for 21. Actually... She kind of rivals my maturity level sometimes, I think, Um, but Melody's awesome and, you know, she tells us all about her story and Beena's singing in the background. All right, guys, let's get started. Melody, I've been wanting to bring Melody on the podcast for a long time because I feel like even though it's not a rule, I definitely end up knowing more people that are closer to my age. And then, therefore, more people close to my age are on this podcast. But Melly definitely fits the bill for this podcast, but she's just from a de- different generation. She's a she's Gen Z, right? I'm are you millennial? I'm Gen Z. Are you an older Gen Z? You must be. No, you're right in the middle. Do you know what Gen Z is? How many, what years? I think it's, do you know?
1: I know it's Gen Z, but I, I'm about to Google it.
0: Okay, because um, Melody found Ariel after she had her kid. She's been training uh, about a year and a half. Is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah, almost two years.
0: Almost two years. That feels crazy that it's been almost two years. It's no, I took it was my post- very
1: first class with you.
0: <gasps> and now she's moved on to Lyra. <laughs> I'm I'm exploring everything. <laughs> did you did you you didn't leave silks completely? You're just like
1: I miss silks though. Honestly, my schedule has been so crazy recently, so that's why I've been doing more lira And also, I had like a little dislocation. Ha- you did. One. I had two dislocations that happened. Um, my shoulder, shoulder, and my knee. And
0: with that's right, I, I saw the knee situation. And how are you feeling?
1: my knees doing better after that but i mean i'm just in general i'm double jointed and like hypermobile yeah. and all that stuff so i just have to be more careful in the air and be very engaged with everything i do and watch out for when i get tired and things like that or but the first time it happened i was in my splits but i might have just been kind of like chilling out too much in my splits so you need to like yeah and my back knee was not you know fully engaged it was a little loose and it popped out of place and at least it wasn't in the air but then I took a little break after that and I went I finally went back to silks I did an open gym and I dislocated my shoulder during um, that open gym yeah doing a and going into my s like with the flamingo grip flamenco grip yeah and it wasn't it wasn't I've done it a million times but might have been a little yeah. fired or something and so now I'm like I'm tr- like I like Lyra because I'm closer to the floor and I don't have to, I'm not worried so much about the twisting and all, but I've been doing my own sort of physical therapy and stuff like that. And I plan to get back on silks pretty soon. I feel like that flamenco grip gets
0: kicked out of people's practices actually a lot. Like a lot of people have to say goodbye to that. I
1: feel like I'm about to- entrance. Yeah,
0: I did because I, I probably had a labrum tear that i pt'd out of but uh now i do the dancer's s wrap because it doesn't involve the shoulder at all you know when you egg yeah her, yeah the, the leg
1: yeah i want to i want to do that one more i need to get that one better but i want to do that more instead of flamingo grip because that's the one i did always to get into my s wrap
0: i know that was my number one because yeah. it's so fast exactly it's so fast but uh the, the dancer's s wrap is fast too what did what did google say about about gen z 97 or gen x 97. 97, gen Z 2013 <laughs> 97. When were you born? I'm born in 02. Okay. So how old are you now? Don't make me do the math. You're 21 now. Yeah. Okay. So Melody, then I met you at 19. At 19. And when were you pregnant? And when were, when did you get pregnant? And when were, when did you have the baby?
1: I was pregnant when I was 18. She was born in March. And then in May, I turned 19. So I was 18 when she was born.
0: Okay. So I've never asked you the story. Uh-huh. Can you tell the origin story the of your, origin of your story?
1: family? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So actually it started, um, funny story. I worked in a restaurant, Lemonade, for a while. I was the shift lead manager there for four years and um, oh
0: as a you can be that as a like a 16 year old
1: apparently yeah I mean I started working when I was 13 so I guess they they liked me and a lot of people don't like you know they look at work ethic and things like that not so much age because I don't know I'm not always I'm not exactly like every other 21 year old
0: no so. you're super grown up uh but I didn't even know that I didn't know you could get hired at some place called lemonade like I've been to lemonade it's like a chain yeah uh of like it's like whole foods and salads and and their food is great
1: yeah I started they there it- in high school probably like I was in like 10th grade wow okay okay yeah. yeah they they made me manager shift pretty quickly there and then um there was a my main cook i worked with him like every single day and we worked together for like three years and then after three years we ended up starting to go out and then after going out for so long we moved in together and then ta-da nirvana was born (laughs) but yeah we met in a restaurant and um uh he's he's Salvi and Guatemalan so Nirvana's got a little mix of Salvi and Guatemalan in there my parent my dad's Puerto Rican so she's a little Puerto Rican in there she's just a mix of all things and and she's such a happy girl you know was Nirvana a surprise blessing um she was a surprise blessing um But the second I like knew I was pregnant, I just, you know, it was weird because I never really wanted to be pregnant or even be a mom at this point. But when I found out that I was pregnant, there was something in me that that was just like, all right, it's time, you know, this now it's happening. You know, I I have to have her. I want her, you know. So that's just how I felt. It kind of was just like something told me like she was going to be special, like this is going to be a special journey. Like, go on, go on with it, go through with it. And I did. And um, I don't know if I ever mentioned to you uh, Children's Hospital because she did end up being uh, a Children's Hospital baby when she was born. So like through my pregnancy, they would um, it was around five months that they noticed she had something going on with her intestines and mm. they didn't see exactly what it was. They just saw she had dilated intestines, but there was no diagnosis that could happen until she was born because they had to do x-rays and the second she was born, that's, that's what had to be done. And, um, so I followed out from five to nine months. I did every single week, uh, appointments at children's hospital until, um, she was finally born. And I even had a surgeon on call for at children's hospital that was ready, you know, to do whatever they needed to do. Um, and they went through millions of possibilities with me. Like it was honestly draining between, I can't even, you know, begin to start. It was just millions of different things they told me. You know, I was like, I was sad. I was like, oh my God, you know, like, and then I'm five months and they're asking, you know, are you sure you still want to carry through with it? And I'm like, oh my yes, goodness. Yes, I do. Like, I'm five months pregnant. This is, I've, she's a girl. Like, you know, I'm not, no, I'm not, you know. However, so I had to tell them how to cut them off. I was like, you know, whatever happens, happens. Like, I'm going to have her. So I don't need to know all the possibilities. You know, I'll just, I'd rather just know what it is when she's born. So, mm-hmm. They stopped telling me the possibilities, and then I gave birth at Providence St. Joseph's in Burbank. Mm
0: -hmm, That's where I gave birth to.
1: Yeah, and honestly, do you think you had a good experience? Eh. Because honestly, okay, after Eh. my experience, I don't recommend that hospital to absolutely. I didn't have a
0: terrible. I didn't. I didn't have a terrible one. If I were to do it again, I don't know what I would do because I want to be in a hospital, but I think the the experience I had could be had at any hospital. Cause it just was like, it just felt like a factory.
1: Did you give birth before COVID right before, right before? See, I was during oh, COVID too. It's not great. Yeah, they were, it was terrible and they were a mess, but, and honestly, I've heard of people that still go there and they say they're still a mess after COVID. But basically I told every single, I was there for eight hours in labor and I told every single person in uniform that walked in the door I have children's hospital paperwork that you guys need to look at. You guys need to make sure she gets x-rays when she's born. I made sure everyone knew that because that was the most important thing. thing. Right. Everything past you know, four months, like that's what had to be done. And anyway, she ends up being born. And, you know, the second she's born, I'm like, yay, baby. But give her x-rays now, you know, (laughs) like I need this done now. I need a peace of mind. I need to know what is going on. And um, they, they were like, oh, we can't order that until the physician comes in. Like, why are you just telling me that now? When does the physician come in? And they go, oh, uh, not till tomorrow morning. So I'm like, oh my God. So I have to, she was born at 8pm. So I had to sleep with her all night, not knowing what's going on. You know, they want me to breastfeed her. And I know she has stomach problems, not knowing if it's going to come And so the next morning rolls around, I'm up like five, 6 a.m. All right, where's the doctor? They're like, oh, he's coming. It ends up being, um, I found out it was some sort of Jewish holiday that day. He was coming in late. He ended up coming in at like noon or one o'clock, you know? So this is just a lot of hours for her, you know, being born and no x-ray yet. And so they finally get her the x-ray, maybe um, like later in the afternoon. And uh and they try to tell me, oh, we can't do it till nighttime because we uh the technician is somewhere else. And I I I was upset. I was like, we'll call him in right now. You know, this needs to happen. So they did. They called him in and they got it done. And right after they got it done, the the doctor calls me on the line in the room and he's explaining to me, oh, she has dilated intestines. We don't know if she's gonna be able to poop and stuff like that. And stomach, dog's barking. And um And I told him, I was like, I already know all this stuff. This is everything I've been telling you guys. You know, if you think there's a real problem, then she needs to go over to Children's Hospital right now. You know, everything's set up over there. And then they said, oh, well, we're taking her down to the NICU right now. And then, you know, we'll get that sorted out. So I went with her to the NICU and they started to basically try to tell me, oh, we're going to start our studies on her. We're going to use our surgeons. We have great UCLA surgeons. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, take her to Children's Hospital. I have this set up, you know. This is, this is some real shit going on. Like, they're just trying to, you know, make their money or something. Get me into their hospital. I'm like, I have everything set up, and obviously, you know, I was a young mother too. So the doctors were kind of like belittling, and they're like, "Let me draw out pictures and explain to Oh, that's to so me frustrating. So I'm like, I know what is going on. Like, I've everything's been broken down for me you know and it came to the point where you know i see she's getting lethargic her stomach's getting really big she hasn't passed any stool and you know i'm like freaking out eventually finally they're like all right this is an emergency oh my god it didn't have to be obviously (laughs) obviously yeah so they finally get her to children's (sighs) hospital and then they're like they weren't prepared for her they were expecting you know to know when she was born and get prepared for that, yeah. you know? Now they did more than a day and she needed the surgery right away. No one was ready, Keep on going. but they were like take four hours for it. So I was like, does she have four hours? They're like, we don't know, you know? And so um, yeah, know. after 30 minutes silly. of us being there, they said, after 30 minutes of us being there, they were like, you know what, this is an emergency. We put together a team and we're gonna go take her right now. So they took her immediately mm-hmm. and she had her first surgery where she had a, she did have a little bag on the side of her stomach and she would pass Sit her like stool me. through there and I would clean it out and her second surgery was at three months old and they removed that um bag and stitched everything up and now she's fully healthy we did follow-up visits well and um she says she has no limitations nothing like that but What we had found out what caused it was um, mal-rotated intestines, which happens when you're pregnant.
0: Mal-rotated intestines. Again, I learn something new every time I do this. Hey, Bean, one second.
1: Mal-rotated intestines. So the intestines are outside the baby's body when when you're pregnant. And then at 12 weeks, maybe later than that, um, they do a full turn and they go inside the baby's stomach in nirvana's case they only did about like a 180 turn and went into her stomach so they were tangled they didn't tether down in the right spots so that's essentially what caused everything after that so the way her intestines are now like ours are like tethered down and in place when we're born in her case when something like that happens they let the intestines move freely because they can't really be tethered down into spot if they weren't so That's how she is, but she has no limitations. There's no reason anything should come back or anything. So I'm so grateful for Children's Hospital, definitely. But oh, and what was funny also at St. Joseph's, what they ended up throwing in there is they told me before they had sent her to Children's Hospital, they go, I don't know how to tell you this, but your Children's Hospital paperwork must have slipped through the cracks in labor and delivery. I, I was shaking. I nearly lost it. Cause I had told every single person that walked into the room. So it just didn't make One sense.
0: One second. She needs a popsicle and then she'll
1: calm down. We sometimes popsicles are needed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. We can get on with things. I was
1: gonna say what's funny is mine is busy eating a popsicle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. I know. It's it's honestly the best thing to just keep you occupied occupied. <laughs> Um, Melody
0: without knowing a lot about you by the way that story is insane
1: it's insane Like so many people ask why I haven't sued the hospital but honestly I'm just so happy that she's okay I'm just over the whole situation yeah Yeah, I
0: get it Um, without knowing your story I met you and like me look very young I don't know if you look young for your age or you just look young And, um, I learned that you're a mom, uh, baby daddy and you, are you guys still a, a unit?
1: We're, we're, we're on good terms. We're on very good terms. So, you know, we share time and everything's very comfortable. Oh, good. Sheila.
0: Okay. Um, I think back to when I was that age, you were, I'm sorry, how old? 19 when you got pregnant? 18. Um, I was not prepared for, like, having my own phone bill. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) were you scared?
1: Yes, I was scared because I also was only working at a restaurant and didn't have a whole ton of savings or anything. Um, I did have some, but, you know, not a whole ton. But it was more of just uh, sometimes when I get into – I don't know if it's just a personal trait of mine, but sometimes when I just – I want to do something. I want to get there. I'll just go with the flow. (laughs) You know? So it ended up kind of being a thing like that, you know, like Um, I'll figure it out. I was blessed. Yeah. I was blessed to get a work from home job. Uh, So I'm an administrative assistant for a loan company, working on getting my real estate license so I can sell loans to get a bigger commission. And I've just been doing side hustles and stuff like that when we share time and just making it by, and it's been working. I mean, it's been going. Um, I'm very lucky that my uh, my uh, I was my grandma. I was raised by my grandma, and she had moved out here when she was about 12 years old um, into a house in North Hollywood, big like three room family house. And uh, she passed away. Well, I ended up being her caretaker for many years, and then she passed away, and um, my dad moved in here, but it's, it is expensive for my dad to cover the bills all by himself on this house. So it worked out that I moved in with him now, um, and Nirvana and he's happy because he, it's just him. He's not married or anything. He's alone. So he's really happy that we're here and we're sharing the bills and all that stuff. But it's, um, it's honestly a blessing having this house because I did, we did move out for a while. I was paying, you know, rent somewhere else and all that stuff, but I was paying rent for a place that I was having gas leaks mm. and just wasn't right. good because getting a real nice, you know, modern place out here in LA is not cheap. You know? No. Uh, yeah. I'm like not in a
0: really nice modern place. <laughs> so
1: I wish, yeah. I wish. Um, Cause you'd. So having the, the help of this house and you know, my dad here, that, that's a big blessing. That's helped.
0: So. So Melody comes to aerial class and yeah, sometimes I would wonder, I think I've asked you in the past, like like what's the babysitting situation? She's got her dad. So that's amazing.
1: Does it resonate Well, my dad work most of the time. Okay. Like, all the time. But um for the most part it is her dad. Oh, he, I see. Like whenever I go to class, I'll I'll drop her off and he's he'll watch her and he usually only works mornings, but he was—he uh, works in the studios. So with the union going on for the past five months, it's been hard to find work, very on and off. So he's looking into other things.
0: Does uh, the 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 term single mom resonate with you, or do you feel like you're not
1: that? Um, for a while I felt okay. like that. Um, honestly, it might have been since the strike happened. Uh, he's also been talking about going to the army. Okay. So um the past five months he's just been like you know nirvana nirvana spending so much time with her and um yeah no it wasn't always like that but definitely now like i have a lot of help from him. that's amazing yeah it is amazing because i've also been able to pick up i don't know if you've seen i picked up bartending i've been doing that since he's been did you do that before ever yeah I... i just started um about a month and a half ago maybe but I've been booking just like tons of like events and parties and I just got a job behind a bar. So I'm I'm doing that at nighttime on certain days and stuff like that. And so it's been helping, Did you, you know? did you go to school for like did you do one of those courses? I did. I went to um in North Hollywood by the Yes, yes, right yes. There. There's, there's a place there. Oh, there's a bartending store right there. I went there. And they're awesome because um you know, as long as you show that you're a good bartender when you're there, they hook you up with lots of jobs. So I hadn't even graduated the school yet, and Cindy, the the manager there, she was hooking me up with jobs. Oh my before.
0: god, this is great. Do you know Carly Johnson? She takes...
1: Yes, I, I saw it. Let me close the door. I saw that she... Um, I saw she yeah,
0: went there. Yeah,
1: one of my other students went and there. And I saw the final. They, they showed me her final. It looks so fun, because we have to do a final where we make all our drinks together, and she's a dancer, and she was like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, I was like, I love
0: that. (laughs) Okay. So you're making, you're making, you're making the dream work. Okay. About Ariel. So she's, she started Ariel almost two years ago. And uh, you only have the experience of doing it postpartum, but you are a younger body. So tell me about your experience of starting it. What it felt like in your body? Did it feel really difficult did it feel not so difficult well,
1: starting it honestly it felt impossible mm. I'll never forget I remember I walked in it was like my first time ever walking into an aerial studio or anything and you were inside it was only you I was the first one there and you were just in your double foot locks like in the air like doing your splits and all this stuff and I just remember looking at you like <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to do that I'm never what am I doing here should I leave now because I'm never and gonna be able now. to do that and look at you now I know it's it, I it's crazy sometimes to think back at that and I'll never forget you know I I my first class I in the hammock I couldn't even bring myself to straddle back and I'm in the hammock but I was just scared I didn't want to go upside down like it was all different you know starting it it just it felt different and I had no body strength especially postpartum too I felt like I just had my abs were just non-existent my arm strength I couldn't do a single pull-up or even half of one like crazy now i mean i can do 10 pull-ups and you know sit-ups you can do 10 full
0: and... pull-ups in a row do 10 pull-ups yeah girl that's amazing
1: i don't even know where it came from well uh do you feel like i trained i trained i mean I, I, only october i've taken time off but since i started in the beginning i trained at least like three four times a week yeah Maybe more when I've had first started because I was just having a Oh blast. my God. She was there constantly, consistently.
0: I was she was in it. And when it comes to your body, like did you have any thoughts at all like when you're pregnant, like what's my body gonna
1: look like? Yes, because when I was pregnant, you see how little No, you little... told me you gained a lot of weight, huh? Yeah, right now I'm one eighteen. And I was about one eighteen before I gave birth. And when I was eight months pregnant, ready to pop. I was 190 pounds.
0: Okay. You are not just, you've got a small frame, I should say. You've got a really small frame. Like your bones don't look gigantic. So how, how the hell were you 199, whatever it is?
1: You know, my face got full out, full down. My arms were big. You know, I got big. I gained weight. I gained a lot of weight. And I'll, I'll have to show you a picture at some point, but you'll see, I, I look so much different. I even feel like I look much younger because I almost have like a baby face of like how like bigger I was. And I, that's the to the point, you know, when I was pregnant, I was, you know, getting sad and a little depressed sometimes. So I'm like, am I ever gonna lose this weight? You know, I've never been, you know, like this. Um, but also, I, w- I wouldn't say I had postpartum depression. I think I just, w- uh, I don't know, maybe I-, I think I was just really stressed out with all the children's hospital stuff going so on. So you, you know? think you did or you I'm... don't? You don't you don't know. I wouldn't say because postpartum depression is, I feel like m- more aimed at your child and the relationship with your child and, and things like that. But I feel like my depression was just because I was scared of what was going to happen to her. And I was just stressed with everything happening with Children's Hospital. But from the second she was born, I was just like attached to her. You know, that wasn't um, a question. I was so happy she was there. I was just stressed out with all the stuff, you know, with Children's Hospital and all that stuff. So I feel like I I didn't eat so much. I was eating like crazy when she was in me. You want another popsicle? (laughs) Our kids are the same. (laughs) Our kids are exactly the same. You know it's terrible because my freezer is actually her height, oh, so I almost no. have to like a broom in it or
0: something can so she can't. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna give you one more popsicle, but then that's that's it. No more popsicles this morning, okay? That's it. Just one more, okay? Yeah. Is there, do we have a deal? Yeah. All right, be right back, Melody. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Man, her negotiating skills are getting very good.
1: They are. She's
0: like, I need another school if you want that time, lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. I mean, Melody, I think it's just your personality, too. I mean, there's also PPA, like um, postpartum anxiety disorder. You know, I had that. I that. I feel like maybe, maybe you had I that. Had that. Um, but... I just feel like with your personality, maybe you are like, "What's your sign?" By the way, I'm you're a Gemini. I don't know a lot about signs, but like, you seem to like let the just water flow over your shoulders. Like, it doesn't se- seem like you you're holding on to that stress.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like yeah, that. especially right now. I've I've really tried to just at this point, you know, try not to control what you can't just
0: you know, you're like the Lama, oh, Dalai Lama, the Lama, a llama, you're like the Dalai Lama. <laughs> Enlightenment. I, I would, I have a couple friends who were and are pretty like small framed people who gained a crap load of weight in the pregnancy. And then it's, uh-huh. it was hormonal weight and then the hormones changed
1: and then it melts away. I think that that might have been a little bit in my case, okay. too. Uh, yeah, I think that might have been it, too. Definitely. I was definitely very hormonal pre- during my pregnancy. And you can even tell um, how hormonal you are, because sometimes your child will be born with, like, little lumps on the really? chest. Really? I didn't know that. Like, almost kind of like little boobs in a way. <laughs> really? But, um, She was She was born with that. And I asked them because I was like, Oh my God, is she okay? Like there's a lump here. And they're like, Oh, those are little boobs. You know, when you're very hormonal in your pregnancy, it passes, um, to the child and that happens. So, Oh my God. Yeah.
0: Listen, I have now been doing this. I'm finishing my third year of this freaking
1: podcast,
0: which I, (laughs) I, I know nothing. Like I learned something new. Every single time I do this, because I knew nothing about that. So, you're in your aerial practice. You're obsessed. You're an aerialist now. Um, tell me about tell me about mom life now and the balance and the juggling.
1: Yeah, right now, in this current moment, has been really crazy since I just picked up that that bartending job. So, um. I haven't been at the gym so much cause I'm still working out my schedule at the moment. Um, but right now what it's been is, uh, you, you know, she usually works. she's usually with her, her dad if I'm working and then I'll pick her up and she'll come with me. And during the day she's with me, basically any time I'm not working or at Ariel, she's with me. And then during those times she's with her dad um it's been working out so far so good you know like I said he is looking into the army so eventually there's gonna be that but I once she hits because right now she's two and a half and I'm thinking once she hits about three I'm gonna put her in in school mm-hmm. so then she's in school too that's gonna free up that that time as well so like I said going with the flow <laughs> yeah
0: I mean same she's with me whenever I'm not working or doing exactly. aerial, which for me is working because I'm always teaching. Um, right. I don't, I have, now that she is older, I have a two and a half to three hour window where I'm not doing any of those things and she's not with me, in which I see a movie. I, I love yoga and that would be my second thing that I would do, but I wanted those hours to be 100% enjoyment no work involved like you know sometimes when you're taking care of your body it's it doesn't feel like it's just for fun
1: you mm-hmm. know so
0: i go see a movie every sunday morning while she's at sunday school that's a good yeah, idea yeah and that's that's my fun time but you know things shift because she's going to go into preschool as well we we decided a little maybe a year after like you're saying at 3 and now she's at 4 so
1: um Yeah, still deciding. Three, three and a half. I still deciding. Honestly, is also, I want to put her in somewhere. You know. Good. Yeah, somewhere.
0: Yeah, you have to. You want to do all your work around it, and find some a a good situation. Um, Melody, are you friends with people your age?
1: Okay. I mean I have like I would say I don't even have many friends, period. I'm so busy. Yeah. I would say everyone is more of acquaintances and and things like that. Um friends that are actually twenty one. I mean maybe one friend that I went to high school with, but we don't ever actually see each other. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really hang out with people.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's hap- that happens after you have kids slash have a family, like I have friends, mm-hmm. but my greatest interaction with them is on a video chat. Like, that's what exactly. we do. Um, and I have an aerial community. Those are
1: the people I see in person. Exactly, those are like, I feel like those are my closest friends. Like, Paula and Carly are probably oh. like my closest friends right now.
0: Carly, like, the Carly doing. I know, or another Carly?
1: Um, Not Carly Johnson, Carly, another oh, okay. Carly. She does, um, she also goes to aerial. She does more, she does lyric okay. classes.
0: So when it comes to like that, were you ever wanting to go to college?
1: Did I ever want yeah. to go to college? Um, I think, yeah, I did kind of, I didn't really okay. know. And I didn't know. And then I had a child and then it, you know, I didn't, I was like, all right, well I have a decision sure. now. So, um, but there's been parts of me that's like, you know, Maybe I want to study something and all that, but I don't know. I have my route going that's working so far. Yeah,
0: and sometimes like um, like a vocational thing, like you just did the bartending school, or anything like like the,
1: I'm a notary too. I, oh, I'm, you
0: are. I, sometimes I think that when people go to school for a particular job, it just like it's like a to, a to b. It's the easy, you know. It's like you get to work right away, and school's so expensive.
1: Yeah, because, see, like, the other ways almost anybody would become a bartender is, you know, being a server at a restaurant for, like, a year and moving up and stuff like that, yeah. you know? I did two weeks at this bartending school, and I've had multiple jobs. So it's like, you do that, you get a foot in the door. That bartending school
0: is pretty famous, actually, in the in the valley. Yeah. Like, people know about it. Yeah, it is.
1: A lot of people It's, go like, there. right
0: beside a Seven Eleven, in between a highway and a police station. <laughs> it is.
1: God. Yeah. It's in the most random, random. spot it's run by people that just it's insane how they run it, but I love it. It's honestly like a, a TV show, but they just, you know, they scream at you uh-huh. they, it, like, um, it reminds me of that, that show bar, bar, Boss bar or rescue or Bar
0: rescue. that I, I was addicted to that show for a little <laughs> while. And then, and then I stopped, but, um, melody. So, so in my mind, like I can't, I relate to you as you are in front of me. The melody that I know I relate to quite well. But I don't normally relate to a lot of people who are your age. Because they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're like in college, maybe, you know, they're just, you're like a full-on adult. And I imagined myself at that age and I was not. But you've completely, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if it's like I could even compare you to that.
1: yeah I just feel like I don't know I did have you know my my real fun party phase and all it just happened before I was 21 it happened when I was in like high school and I don't know I just got over it and wanted to work a lot yeah you wanted to make money yeah yeah and that's where I am now all I see is money 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 I'm like bring me all the money (laughs) let's find it (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where I am too. That's why I think we. It's not just the why we get along, but,
1: get along.
0: but I feel like <laughs> I feel like that aerial community. Not just in LA, everywhere, everywhere. It's just, um, no matter what the age, the background, ethnicity, geographic. That's why I can get on this podcast and not even have met some of the people, and it just is like butter, you know. Yeah, because we have. I, in I that's common. what I, I love
1: you know, the aerial community, because it's like, it's inspiring. Every single person is a hardworking person. You find out where, you know, a lot of these girls come from and all this stuff. Or like, you know, Paula, I found out, you know, has broken her back and she's over here doing all this stuff. And it's like, it's honestly so inspiring hearing all the different aerialist stories. So it's cool you have this podcast that people get to have like an insight. Yeah,
0: yeah, to, to kind of the the personal stuff that happens. And I'm personally sure. so inspired by you guys because for, for the simple reason that you guys aren't doing this professionally and some of you guys are way better than me. You know what I'm mean? like, in ways, like stronger, mostly stronger. <laughs> I am like, you're pretty good. <laughs> I'm really good at what I'm good at, but I really struggle putting on muscle and keeping it. Because, you know, it's just like, also, I know that what I'm expecting of myself, like to be at a certain level for over a decade, as your body's getting older, mm-hmm. it's it's not like, like a winning battle, you kind of just have to stay with it. Right, you know, so I was teaching yesterday. And I was like, you guys, because we had been sick all last week. I didn't eat a proper meal for like five days. So like, I'm like, I'm like the skinnier version of myself right now. And I was like, you guys, mm. I can't do a lot today. So I put together a footlock sequ- sequence for you guys. And and Erica uh, Nisei, she goes, that's why I come to you. I can't do a lot right now. <laughs> it's like, well, I hope there's other reasons you come to me. But I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to make somebody do like, uh, but no like pull up, no I, like climb, oh. you know, 15 times in
1: a class. But that's also what I love about Wellmac is like, all the teachers are amazing but everyone does it their own yeah. way and so it's nice you can almost accommodate you know oh this person's teaching you know i i want you know you know the vibe of the class like you know carrie's teaching on a friday night okay i want to have a chill area yeah, night, yeah. you know and it's like all right amanda's teaching all right i need to go build my strength up and do yeah. some all-arms yeah
0: things, yeah that's the con that's the contrast we make a lot because like well lydia's like and that I too lydia's that. like that too
1: it is like yeah. that too. Like everyone has their own thing, you know that. Like because you know you go to some places and it's like you got to be on the book. Everyone does this. this, yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I love how how it works there. How everyone kind of expresses their own way of teaching and things like that. It, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I recommend that studio to everybody. Like I love it. Well,
0: and I also <laughs> I also like tease my students there because a lot of them just found it because they live here and they know nothing about the aerial world outside and they don't realize that like it's really really well known <laughs> outside in the world and they only learn that later yeah. like oh i'm like you're just a spoiled child and you don't know it not you yes.
1: people no me <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny but i love yeah it so happy because when i what happened was you know when i after i had given birth I went on Mind Body because I was like, all right, I need to get working out, and I'm not one that likes to be inside gyms. I've gotten a little better like now, but I've never really liked to be inside a gym. I've just felt uncomfortable. I just don't like it, and so I went on the Mind Body app, and I was just looking at you know different things. I almost went to Orange Theory or something uh-huh. like that, and then I crossed aerial classes, and I'm like, aerial classes that sounds so fun. There was intro and like, you never find a place that you can actually start from scratch there too. So uh, like, yeah,
0: let's do it. I call my start here class fresh meat Fridays. I because I get the fresh meat and I like, I like the you virgins, like you know, I like putting my stamp wow. on it. There you go. <laughs> Melody, thank you so much for coming today. This is fun. Of course. Thanks for having being me totally gave me the time one more popsicle that's all it took i don't know what she's doing behind me she's a little too quiet
1: (laughs) sometimes you just have to
0: wait to see the popsicles are gone but she's really into a youtube video that's what it is so mm -hmm. all right we'll have fun with their today
1: yeah i'll see you at the studio soon
0: bye all
1: right bye carrie
0: All right, my friends, Melody, thank you so much for joining me. I love seeing you thrive and grow in your aerial practice as a mama. It's so cool to see listeners, if you would honor me with a five-star rating and a review, it means so much. I cannot believe I'll be going into four, season four, uh, starting January, 2024. Is it the future? I'm confused. Um, also keep your eyes out on your inbox. If you get those emails from me, if you don't go ahead and sign up super easy in the show notes and I got some stuff coming for the holidays also for next year, a lot of stuff cooking in this kitchen. Um, check out greener grass, the, Podcast that I do with Kelly McVeigh. We get really broad, but if you just want to hear the sound of my voice, it's there for you for when you do laundry and on your commute, etc. All right, guys, I appreciate you. Check out Digital Podcast. This is Carrie over and out. This is the Expecting Aerials podcast.